So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. When I was growing up, I had a small car washing business. So I was about eight, nine, 10 years old, eight to 10 years old at the time. And I would go out and I believe, you know, I got this from, from my parents because my parents had their own business while I was growing up. It was a dry cleaning business. And, you know, from a very young age, I was taught to uh, figure out ways to make your own money. So I started this car washing business, right? As a young kid. And it was a, it was a neighbor neighborhood business, right? I would go around uh, knocking on people's doors with my bucket, my sponge, some uh, dishwashing soap. <laughs> and I would knock on people's doors and simply ask them, Hey, um, would you like your car wash today? Right. And I would charge, I believe at the time, and this was back in uh, 1999, uh, early two thousands, right? I would go to people's homes and ask them this question. And I was charging, I believe $10 for cars and 20 for SUVs. I'm pretty sure that was the price point. It might've been a little bit lower, um, but I think that was it. So, you know, during that time, I, I didn't know, you know, as, as a young kid, I feel like we, we don't know, um, how to take no for an answer. And at the same time, if you have a, a kid that's eight to 10 years old knocking on your door, who's willing to work, uh, to, to wash your car right on a hot sunny day, how can you say no? Right. It's very hard for people to say no. So needless to say, I was making some money. Um, <laughs> and there was, I'll never forget. There was one day and I'm pretty sure this was early on in this car washing business that the, the guy who came out uh, to check out his car. It was, a, it was a nice car. I don't remember what it was, but it was a nice car. And he came out and he started walking around the car, looking at the job that I had done. He literally grabbed the sponge from my hands, didn't say a word. And he started to uh, rewash his car. He just started to wash the entire car again. So in my mind, I'm either thinking, well, this guy is crazy. He wants to do double the work or I really messed something up here, right? So after after he re-scrubbed the car down, he rinsed it. He handed me the towel to go ahead and dry the car. So I did that and he went back inside. He didn't say a word, um, waited about five, 10 minutes. He came back outside and he handed me the money. And that was it. That was it. So internally, I found I, I, I felt so ashamed, embarrassed that this guy came out to wash his car again after I had just spent about 45 minutes washing his car. So in my head, I 
must have done a very poor job that he felt the need to do it all over himself. So you can you can probably sense that my my confidence here, my self-confidence took took quite a hit. And the story doesn't end there. A few days later, I went to another house and this was actually one of my friends' uh house and my friend's dad he again I knocked on the door I said hello how's it going uh, I'm washing cars today uh, would you like me to wash your car he said sure okay and again this was earlier on in my car washing business he said sure and I did my thing I washed the car and he also came out took a look at his car and did the exact same thing so again in my mind I'm starting to think, well, I probably should not be washing cars. Obviously, I don't do a great job. People are having to come back out and rewash their cars. They're still paying me, which is great, but it didn't feel good inside. I was starting to lose my confidence that I was actually going to be able to sustain my car washing business. But this time it was a little bit different. It was a little bit different because I, even though I, I still, I felt that right as, as he came out, grabbed the sponge and started washing his car again. Um, he started to actually teach me, you know, what he had found that would, that could have been done better. He said, Hey, this is fine, right? It looks better than it did, but you missed some of the details. And, and he showed me exactly, you know, those details that he was paying attention to that were important to him. And of course, you know, I paid attention because I wanted to be good at my craft and I started to notice these things that I, you know, as a young kid wasn't really aware of that I didn't see, right? Because he had a different perspective, a different lens that he was looking out from. And then slowly that started to build my confidence back up again. I would, I, I, I could have easily quit and I almost did after that first day. But he came out, right? He did his thing, but then he he realized that there was a lesson here for me to learn in car washing. He was much more experienced. He was older. He he had done it quite a few times before, but he didn't just leave me there without any advice or any tips. And he actually was called to help me in pursuing my craft at the time. So naturally that started to boost my self-confidence. And there's a point here, guys, there's a point to this story. Naturally that started to boost my self-confidence and I kept up with my car washing business. I kept on doing it and it, it worked out great. So there's a few, a few lessons to take away from this. And when we're talking about confidence and having self-confidence, there's so many factors that play a, a massive role in our ability to to gain that self-confidence in order to do the things that we need to do so we can have the things that we want to have, right? Whether it's more time with your family, whether it's nice houses, nice cars, whether it's more vacations, travel, the career, the business, whatever those things you want to have, right? Which are all great. They all require you to do something. And in order to do these things and do them consistently and do them often, you have to have this one thing. This one thing is confidence. Now, if we break up the word confidence, okay, the word confidence actually means this. 
It means the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. It's a, it's a feeling of trust. It's a feeling of trust. Okay. So if, if confidence, right, if we break up the word to confide in, right, to confide in yourself, if confidence is trust, then self-confidence is trust in ourselves. And if you stick with me here, I'm going to share with you the number one destroyer of self-confidence. And I'm going to show you exactly how you can start to grow your confidence in yourself so you can do the things that you need to do so you can have the things that you want to have. So let's break down the word trust here, right? When we're talking about trust, we let's think about it in the sense of the people in our lives that we do or don't trust, right? Because then we can bring it back to ourselves and figure out, well, okay, if it's the same thing in the sense of the, the overarching theme is trust and it's just the trust that I have in others versus the trust that I have in myself, then we'll have a better understanding of how this relates to us and why this is so important. Trust. Trust in other people. What is a feeling of trust? It's a feeling of, it's a feeling of, uh, it's, it's a good feeling, right? When we trust someone, we tend to like them. We tend to feel good about being around them. We, we have a good feeling that they are going to show up when they say they're going to show up, that they're reliable, that we can count on them. You know that when they say something, they mean it and they are good for their word. When they say something, you know, that unless something crazy happens, they're going to be there. Now, isn't that a good feeling, right? Don't you like to be around people who you trust? Doesn't that make you feel good? Doesn't that make you feel safe, certain that things are going to get done and the outcome that you're looking for is going to happen when you trust someone else, whether it's your mechanic, a friend, a family member, a professor, right? Someone in your life. Now, what happens, what's, what's the opposite, right? Distrust. So if you don't trust someone, it's the opposite of everything I just mentioned, right? You don't like them. You don't feel good when you're around them or when they say something. You don't listen to them because you know that they've broken your trust before. So why would they uh, stick to their word this time, right? You tend to ignore them. If, if they've broken your trust once, you don't listen to them that second time. So you tend to ignore them. And in your mind or out loud, you say, yeah, right, we'll see. So their word to you means nothing. They say something, you say, yes, yeah, right. We'll see about that. You have no faith in them. Okay. So hopefully by now you can see the differences between how you feel and think about someone that you trust and someone that you don't trust. Do you have confidence in them? that they are going to stick to their word, that they are going to do what they said they were going to do. Now let's bring this full circle. For me, I started to doubt myself. I started to not trust myself in my ability and my skills to be able to wash cars. And if I would have let that lack of confidence and that distrust in me to continue to, to, to ruminate right in my mind, then I would have never gone out that second day and knocked on that door. 
I would have not had the ability to have the things that I wanted to have because I would have stopped doing the things that would have allowed me to have the thing even at such a young, young age, right? So if we're talking about self-confidence now, self-confidence is your ability to trust yourself. Do you trust yourself? If you find yourself telling other people or telling yourself things, but you don't follow through on them, your distrust in yourself is going to make you feel bad about yourself. Whenever you say something, your head and your mind, you're saying, yeah, right, we'll see about yourself. You don't trust your own word. You don't feel good. You don't show up. And therefore, you don't do the things you need to do to have the things that you want to have. So this is what self-confidence is. It's doing the things you say you're going to do and doing that consistently without any excuses. That is how you start to build that confidence, that self-confidence in yourself. So the easiest way to build that, to build the confidence and to build the momentum is this. It is by making and keeping promises to yourself. So you have to ask yourself this question. Have you been breaking promises to yourself? Have you been breaking promises to yourself? If you have and you are lacking self-confidence in one area of your life, that is why. That is why. So really what we have to take away from this, okay, is that the idea of self-confidence is that of trust. It is a trust in ourselves. And if we don't have a strong enough why, if we don't have someone to guide us along the journey and to be open and, and honest with us about where we're at and where we're not and why we're not getting the things that we desire, if we don't have a combination of all those things in our life, we're going to lose trust in ourselves. And this pattern, right? It becomes, it becomes a pattern that we repeat over and over and over and over and over again. And then 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years later, we're stuck in the circle of sameness. We haven't gotten anywhere. And everything that we've ever wanted has remained a wish. It's remained a dream. And it all starts with your ability to trust yourself. So if you feel like you've been breaking promises to yourself, end it today. Otherwise, you're never going to get the things that you desire and deserve to have. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, 
head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.